Welcome to Not Just a Sports Report. partner and welcome to the survivor 42 episode 6 weekly wrap coming hot off the heels of episode 5 where we saw daniel voted out of the vati tribe we also saw the three-way shared immunity idol between mike marianne and it escapes me was it chanel was it drea uh, we'll get to that throughout the episode but look let's get straight into it episode 6 survivor 42 this is not just a sports report and we are on day 12 there is a bit of a merge, merge twist now, a bit of a history changer too. Now, last year, a player got sent away with a very powerful kind of play up their sleeve, and that was Erica. She eventually went on to win Survivor Season 41. Of course, the seasons were filmed back to back, so this cast have not seen what went down there, so they have no idea about the twists that are about to unfold. Now, the player that gets power... There's going to be a bit of a combination between the winning five in the challenge and they're going to get to make the decision. So going to be very, very interesting here. They get told to drop their buffs, but they are not merged until the next tribal. So that is a big one. We're going to see who just misses out on the merge. And with all the players, I believe there are 12. So I think two are going to uh, draw gray rocks. The rest of them will compete. And yeah, I'm just going to sit down now, watch the challenge, get together, see who the teams are, and let's see who potentially finds himself in a position to turn this game on its head. Okay, so we have drawn for teams. On the blue team, we have Omar, Romeo, Drea, Chanel, and Mike. And for orange, we've got Lydia, Hi, Tori, Jonathan, and Marianne. The two who drew the grey rocks and will be sitting out are Lindsay and Roxroy. Now, at the end of this challenge, they're going to have to do a 75-piece puzzle. But one of the first stages was moving a giant boulder. And honestly, Jonathan is such a gun. He was a major reason why Orange took an early lead. And he's just been so dominant in the challenges. Once it came to the puzzle for Orange, it was Marianne and Lydia. And of course, the Applebee's reward was on the line as well. We don't have Applebee's in Australia, so I actually haven't tried it. But that is what is on the line here. But plenty else at stake too. Now, with the orange puzzle, Marianne and Lydia are making plenty of ground. Drea really struggling for blue. She eventually manages to get up the boulder, but it took her a hell of a long time and it's given her team a massive disadvantage. Once blue finally start the puzzle, orange get it done. So orange get the win. So we are going to see Lydia, Hi, Tori, Jonathan, and Marianne get to enjoy the reward. Orange get to choose as well between Roxroy or Lindsay. One is going to get to enjoy the spoils of the reward and the win, whilst the other is going to be sent to exile for a few days on an island with no food, no shelter, no fire, nothing like that. So very interesting choice. Orange end up going with Lindsay, so they're going to bring Lindsay along for the reward, which means that Roxroy is going to go to exile what they don't know is that there is a huge amount of power on the line here. And last season, we saw that Erica got the chance to reverse the result, change the course of history. 
and actually declared that the winners of the challenge became the losers. So real big shakeup last season. Erica went on to win the game. This time it's going to be Roxroy who gets the chance. So plenty more to come in this episode. Going to sit down and see how everything plays out now. Now for a couple of snippets coming off the challenge. At the reward, Tori was spilling all the tea on Ika. She was the only member of the Ika tribe or the tribe formerly known as Ika uh, at the reward. So yeah, she was just talking mad shit. I'm not a huge fan of Tori, but yeah, she was telling all the secrets, looking to get someone else to work with her. As for the losers of the challenge, they got rice back at camp. We saw that Drea and Mike starting to form an alliance. Of course, two-thirds of that three-way sh- three shared immunity idol. So Mike and Drea definitely could be a team going forward. And we also had a really beautiful Roxroy scene. He talked about being vision impaired. Uh, he has like his little glasses on. And yeah, it was touching. He stood up right on the top, the absolute peak. Beautiful view. And for a guy who can't even, you know, he has, might go blind. May no longer be able to see later on in life. So yeah, very deep and touching scene from Roxroy there. And Gets, helps you get to know these players a little bit more. And yeah, good luck to him in the race to become Soul Survivor. We've just hit the ad break, so going to come back and see what goes down. Roxroy still with an absolutely monumental decision to make. Alrighty, coming off the break. And as everyone is, I guess they said it's not merged yet, but you know, everyone has merged together at the very least. We're seeing Jonathan and Mike begin to connect. Both of them basically connecting on the fact that The perception of them is that they're just big, dumb meatheads or blockheads, when really there is a lot more to both of them as well. So I thought that was a really nice scene between Jonathan and Mike. And the more the show goes on, look, the more I enjoy them, I have to admit, maybe that was a perception I had of them looking at them, that maybe they are a blockhead or maybe that they were going to be something that I didn't, they haven't ended up being is the best way to put it. So huge fan of Jonathan and Mike, really cool to see them connecting as we enter day 13. Now, another connection that we are beginning to see is that of High and Romeo. Both of them are from the LGBTQ community, and they've found kind of a common ground in that regard. But something really intriguing is the fact that Romeo actually said he hasn't come out yet. So this is really his first instance of being able to be his true self, which I think is really brave. Like, let's not forget that this show is cast all over the world. Eventually, his friends and family will see it. And look, I think that's really brave. Good on him. And luckily for Romeo as well, he's got someone like Hi. So a great sounding board, someone who's been through, I'm sure, similar or very much the same kind of issues throughout their life. So look, really cool scene there to see Hi and Romeo connect in that way. And I believe this was filmed like a couple of years ago, or at least well over a year ago. So in Romeo's case, he will have some time to go home between the show finishing and say to everyone, you know, hey, this is who I am. And then, yeah, the show will come to air because it's it's a pretty, it's a pretty bold move to not have come out. Like the reason you don't come out is because you are scared of what people are going to think of you. Are they going to accept you? Are your friends still going to want to be friends with you? It's fucked up that it is even something you have to consider, but it very much is. So really brave for someone who hasn't even felt comfortable to come out to their friends and family yet to do it on national television. So a really bold move, but hopefully this allows Romeo to kind of just 
be himself and be his true authentic self for what may be the first time in his life. So very powerful connection there between High and Romeo. Really interested to see how that develops going forward. Now we have Omar as well. He briefly came up and chatted with them. He cannot vote. So Omar in a bit of trouble considering that he doesn't have a vote. And look, nobody is trusting Chanel. Everyone going around meeting people for the first time, kind of exchanging stories about their tribes. And almost everyone from the Vati tribe has something negative to say about Chanel. So word is getting around very quickly that Chanel is not trustworthy. Don't work with her. Don't give her any information. So that's pretty, pretty hard. It's going to be an uphill battle for Chanel in this merge, just given how many times her name has already been mentioned as somebody that you cannot trust. Now, as far as the voting options, we have Tori, Chanel, and Marianne. They, those three seem to be the names that are getting tossed around. Now, Tori and Marianne are safe. But that's for now. The players don't realize that Roxroy is going to have the chance to change history. And if he so chooses to, then he can reverse the result of the challenge. So we don't know what Roxroy is going to do. But at the moment, Tori and Marianne are safe. And that means that Chanel is in a hell of a lot of danger heading toward Tribal Council. Now, as I said, Omar has no vote, but luckily for him, he has started a little bit of an alliance with Drea, and she lets him know, hey, I've got an extra vote. So now that no vote, all of a sudden, it's not as big an issue. Drea can extend her extra vote so that they can all vote together, and that is no doubt going to strengthen their partnership. So Drea looking out for Omar, and we're starting to see a lot of people link up so far, which is good. Some new alliances, some already established ones, and it looks like as we head closer to the merge, things are really ready to kind of unravel. We've got a lot of people ready to work together, a lot of people who are keen to work against each other, and it's going to be one hell of a ride as we go from the merge all the way through to crowning the sole survivor. Now, over on Exile, Jeff Probst goes and visits Roxroy, talks about the hourglass and the chance to reverse history. So if Roxroy wants to change the result, flip it, and the losers are the winners and the winners are the losers, well, all he has to do is smash that hourglass. It's going to be up to him to decide how much that's going to affect his game. But as I've said before, let's not forget that Erica had this advantage last year. And she ended up winning the show. So definitely a major, major power play. And I don't think Roxroy yet fully understands just how much power has been bestowed on him. And if he doesn't understand, then I tell you what, nobody else that is currently in the game is going to have any clue just how much power they have handed over to Roxroy. Now we get to day 14 and the tribe are gathered for the next challenge. We see Roxroy return, and for the immunity challenge, he's going to decide who competes. Roxroy has actually smashed the hourglass, so the players for the first time find out about the advantage, about the power that's been bestowed on Roxroy, and about his decision, which was to smash the hourglass to reverse history. And now the winners of yesterday's challenge are going to be the ones who compete for immunity, and the losers. Well, they are safe from the vote. So Roxroy has decided to do the same play that Erica decided in season 41, which ended up contributing to her winning the game. So 
Overall, very big play by Roxroy. He has changed history. And look, honestly, Tori, I don't rate. She's fucking, like, from the first episode, she said a couple of things. And look, it's Survivor. It's on TV. I'm sure she's a great person. I don't like to judge people based on the way they play Survivor. Hell, if I played Survivor, I would definitely play it in a lot different way than I would behave in real life, right? You've got to lie. You've got to pull some strings. But there's something about Tori where I'm just like, eh, not my kind of, not my cup of tea, I guess you would say. Now, she pipes up, acts as though she was doing Roxroy a favor. Like, hey, we sent you to exile to get this power. Like, we're trying to help you out. It's just like, no, you're not. She talked so much shit about everyone at her tribe. She couldn't care less that Roxroy went. And now she's just upset. She wants to act like it's a fake favor or like she's done Roxroy a favor and he's betrayed her. Like Roxroy can smell that bullshit from a mile away. Pretty much everyone can. And there's just something about Tori, at least in her gameplay, that I'm just not a fan of. Like she comes out and talks a lot of shit. She wants people to work with her, but like just judging on perception of what I've seen from the edit of the show, I haven't been out there. I didn't spend the time out there, but Tori would be probably the last person on the show that I would be willing to work with. Just doesn't seem trustworthy. She opens her mouth at any opportunity to spill the tea on what is going on with her old tribe. And now this, like just a blatant lie, like, yeah, I was doing you a favor. Like who believes that? No one. No one believes that. Definitely not Roxroy. Now, let's get to the challenge. We've got a wobbly table, and the competitors have to stack up their blocks to spell immunity. If any of their stack drops, then they have to go back to the start. And competing in this challenge, we have got Marianne, Lydia, Jonathan, Lindsay, Tori, and Hi. As far as the actual challenge, well, look, I was cooking a succulent Chinese meal at the time, and uh, yeah, I, I let my friend JJ watch the challenge. He filled me in what was going on. But as far as my notes, I wrote that Tori ended up getting the win. So she's safe and she is very, very lucky because Tori, along with Marianne, were the two other names outside of Chanel, who is now safe, that were being bandied about. So Tori has really, really saved herself there. And look, I, I got to pay it. I, I obviously was just talking trash, but... I got to respect it. She came out, she won the challenge, and she has more than deservedly earned her place in the game for at least another night. So, Tori, not your biggest fan, but still, got to give credit where credit is due. She got it done in what is a very, very difficult challenge. So, she shows that she may be one who could be underrated and someone that flies under the radar, but could actually be a bit of a challenge performer. And we know already that she plays the game hard. So could Tori be a threat this season? It's going to be really interesting. She strikes me as someone who, even if she makes it to the end, she's probably going to burn a lot of people on the jury. Her social game doesn't seem like it really stacks up. But the more challenges she wins, the longer she stays in the game and the more people she can successfully blindside, well, the more she will add to her resume. So whether or not Tori is a threat to become sole survivor, we will see. But she's earned herself another night in the game and she is now safe from the vote on a night where she would have been one of the main targets. So congratulations, Tori. Good job. Now, let's have a look at what is happening as we head toward Tribal Council. A lot of heat on Marianne. That is what I expected. 
Lydia has been thrown about as another option. Let's not forget that Marianne has an idol as well. So look, Lydia may have to pull some strings. We know that Marianne is quite erratic. She makes emotional decisions. And she's someone who, if she thinks she's going to go home, well, yeah, good luck containing her. She will be running around looking for idols. She will be looking to make the big plays. She's a bit of an unknown entity. You don't know exactly what she's going to do. She's pretty unpredictable. So Marianne, she's, she'd be a tricky one to vote out, but you don't want to let her get too close to the end because she would have to be probably the most lovable. I know that she robs some people the wrong way, but the most lovable member of the cast. One of those ones who, if they get to the end, like very, very hard to beat. So Marianne, absolutely one of the threats this season. No surprise that they're going to be looking to get rid of her at such a crucial stage like now. And as I said, Lydia, another option. We get to Tribal Council. We don't see any Marianne Idol play. And I'm just going to quickly get to the votes. So we had Jonathan first, then a vote for Lindsay, a second vote for Jonathan, a vote for Marianne, and a vote for Lydia. Then we see Lydia get another vote. Followed by another vote. So Lydia is now on three votes. We've got Jonathan on two votes. Lydia gets another vote. So now she is on four. And the seventh person voted out of Survivor 42 is Lydia, the raver. So look, there weren't a whole heap of clues to say that it was going to be Lydia's time to go. But it is. So the raver is gone back to the dance floor for the raver. And look, what I saw from Lydia, she had some pretty good moments. She had some great social connections and there was a challenge uh, a little bit earlier in the season where she absolutely bossed it. Like she was the one that won it for her team. So look, Lydia, a very strong player, a great competitor and a quality member of the cast. Did she have a whole heap of opportunities to shine? Probably not. She had her moments and when she had her moments, she looked fantastic but there were also times throughout the season where she's taken a back seat and we haven't seen a whole lot of her. But overall, I was a fan of Lydia's, really liked the way that she played the game. I thought that she was going to be a big threat if she was allowed to go further, just considering she had such a strong alliance with Hi and Mike. But very surprisingly, it is Lydia who is gone. Cannot say I saw that one coming, but it's, it's happened. So Survivor 42, episode six, we have seen Lydia voted out right before the merge. A very cruel twist for poor Lydia. And look, she'll be spewing at Roxroy because he was the one that reversed the challenge results. So big play from Roxroy. We see Lydia voted out just before the merge. And now congratulations to the remaining 11 players who have now officially made the merge a shorter season than usual. So of course they hit the merge that little bit earlier, but things no doubt about to pick up. It is going to turn from a team game into an individual game, but of course you still need to know who you can trust and you cannot get to the end without working successfully with others. So it is going to be a wild ride as 11 turns to 10 to nine to eight and we work our way all the way to the finale. Unfortunately for Lydia, she will not be the sole survivor, but thank you for coming, Lydia. And hey, thank you for coming and listening to the podcast. Do not forget, if you enjoyed it, to follow us on Instagram at Not Just a Sports Report and follow us on whatever podcast platform you are listening on. You will be able to see as soon as new survivor content drops. So 
That is it. Lydia is gone skis as we head toward the merge now. Things about to pick up, no doubt. So I will be back a little bit later on in the week once I've watched the next episode. A lot to gi- uh, a lot to digest, not digest. I can't even speak English. But yeah, a lot to digest after that episode. And there's going to be even more to come. So look, I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. Lydia Gonskis saw a few other things go down. And now we are at the merge. So I'll be back with episode seven a little bit later this week. And I'll also be catching up on my very much overdue Survivor Australia content. So if you enjoy the Survivor Australia franchise as well, well, there's going to be plenty of podcasts for you. So hope you enjoyed the podcast. Until next time, take care of yourselves and enjoy this week's Survivor episode.